With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly. After a long night in National Park, this is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols from Federal Baseball and Doghouse from Federal Baseball. All of us are from Federal Baseball, believe it or not. On the line tonight, after a 9-7, very interesting, very long win in the nation's capital, uh, finally decided in the eighth save. I was just checking uh, my stats on Twitter. There were 12 runs scored, 20 hits combined, but no walks until the bottom of the eighth inning. And uh, The Braves right-hander, Jose Ramirez, I believe his name is. I'm just double-checking myself now. I think this went on forever. Yeah, Jose Ramirez issues a leadoff walk to Ryan Zimmerman. Michael A. Taylor comes on for him. Uh, Danny Espinosa tries to get a bunt down. We're joking back and forth on the text messages about how he doesn't ever really want to seem to drop a sack bunt down. He doesn't get to. They end up walking him, too. The next batter, uh, pinch hitter Ben Revere comes up, tries to bunt. Uh, Tyler Flowers jumps on it, makes an ill-advised off-balance throw to third all over, right over the bag into left field. Two runs score, uh, one run scores there. Two more come in on a Trey Turner single in the next at bat, and they finally decide one. I was pretty sure it was going to extra innings before those two walks. Luckily, the Nationals were able to cash those in, and they get a 9-7 win over the Braves here. It was long. There wasn't a big crowd there. I think 17,000 the smallest crowd of the year, but the Nationals win their second straight over the Braves. Yeah, it's usually a battle between the day after Labor Day and the day after opening day, which is the smallest crowd of the year with with all the schools back in and everybody, you know, big crowd yesterday and, and just, uh, uh, you know, no reason for people to go out to the ballpark against the crummy Braves. And did I mention the Braves are awfully crummy? Um, you know, this, this, one, this one was a case where the Nets got down early because Gio was completely ineffective and, um, you know, you, you see the usual hand-wringing and hair-pulling and gnashing of teeth and beating of breasts on the Twitters and other social medias about, oh, and the Nets can't be crappy teams. And you just want to say, you know, pipe down. You know, they'll, they'll get into the – they'll get this starter at some point because he's not used to throwing more than 45 or 50 pitches. And then they'll get into the bullpen and they'll put up six or eight runs and they'll win the game. And, and they did. You know, they, it's just uh, – um, the Braves and uh, and the Phillies are, are sub-major league quality baseball teams right now. And, and the Nats have every right and responsibility to beat the crap out of them while they do. Well, they are, and, and they have been. Um, you know, I, I think I think somehow, and I know this is for sports fans in general, and everybody likes to apply this to their own teams to make them sound special or whatever, but I think Nats fans are a special breed of self-loathing that that anytime <laughs> anything poor happens to their ball club, it's automatically capital T worst thing in the world to ever happen to this team, and it, and that's the signal that this team is going to fall apart. It just it, it's not, you know. Gio Gonzalez is is more than a serviceable number four pitcher, and with number four pitchers, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. 
Uh, Mark Melanson is a high-quality reliever, one of the most successful relievers in the game as far as percentage-wise, and he's going to have a couple of rough outings. And, yes, he's had a couple of rough outings here the last couple of times out, but he'll he'll be fine. That's what his track record says he'll be. Um, you, know, you know, it's just it's just continually fascinating to me that that the Nats can give up a run in the first inning or the second inning and just to watch the, the Twitters flood with, oh, my God, the Nats are now going to fall apart and they're not even going to qualify for the playoffs. Give me a break, folks. Yeah. This team is goddamn good. The flood of negativity that fills up my direct or not direct mentions, but whatever mentions on the Twitter feed is humorous to a point. And at some point, I'm just like, please stop with all the negativity. I, I just can't be bombarded by it every time something goes wrong. But it didn't go very yeah. well. As a Dave, Dave, go ahead. I was going to say, this comes from the voice of the, the longtime standing voice of doom and, gloom, doom and gloom on federal federal baseball. So come on, folks. If, if I'm looking past it. Surely we can unite to get past this. Doug has Gio yes, Gonzalez. Was, I'm not one of those people who's down in Gio <laughs> Gonzalez. I, I think he's been very good in the last couple starts. Uh, he's 5-1 and one in his nine second-half starts before tonight. 3-0 ERA, 2.29 walks per nine, which is good for him. 7.41 Ks per nine at 209, 257, 358 line against and 51 second-half innings pitched. Uh, one run on two hits last time out versus the Phillies. He's been on a nice roll. He wasn't good tonight. He didn't have it clearly. Down 2 nothing early. Adonis Garcia doubled in a run, scored on the ground out. Uh, inside the park home run by Swanson. Hard to blame that one on Geo. Trey Turner just kind of misplayed that into a home run. Uh, tracked it to the wall. Had it go off the top of the wall. No one backing him up, and it bounced right by him. By the time Bryce Harper got to it, he was already rounding third. Uh, three straight singles in the third, 4-1 and an RBI hit by Freddie Freeman, 74 pitches after three innings, so you know he wasn't going to last long, but the Nationals took a 6-4 lead uh, in the bottom of that inning. He comes back out for the fourth and gives up a single and a double. That was it for him tonight. Dusty Baker with the quick clip since he has 37 pitchers in his bullpen. I, I might have counted wrong <laughs> on that, but not, not a strong uh, outing by Gio Gonzalez, and he's out of there early tonight. No, and, and in spite of my urge to just show doom, uh, I, I'll, I'll echo what, uh, what, what Dave said uh, about Gio. You know, he's going to have nights like this with our lowered expectations. And speaking of which, we've, we've come out in his defense and said he is a perfectly serviceable number X pitcher in a rotation, but X keeps getting bigger. We're up to four now. <laughs> It's going to be six or seven by the end of the season. He's a perfectly serviceable triple-A swingman. You know, I I don't know where we're going to end up. But it it, it wasn't all on Geo tonight. He didn't walk anybody. He actually managed four or five strikeouts in, uh, in only a few innings. And at least two or three of those hits were really fluky. I mean, he got some little humpback liners and a couple of really badly looking hips. Uh, hit, hit, excuse me. Uh, Freddie Freeman, his RBI was on that that awkward uh, swing that sort of went the other way against the shift and stuck to a hole there. Um, and Turner's misplay was just you know the inexperience of some guy who isn't an outfielder, and he didn't know when to stop tracking it to the wall and when to play the carom, and that turned into four bases on a fast guy who was lucky to be able to hit it to the track. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm going to blame Gio for that anyway. What the heck? Doom! Doom! Dansby <laughs> uh, Swanson will clearly never forget his first career home run in the majors. Uh, inside the park home run for your first is a nice way to do it. He had to earn that one for sure. Uh, Dave, I'm just seeing on Twitter now, uh, Dusty Baker was mum before the game today, said they wanted to talk to Steven Strasburg after he threw another bullpen session today, a brief one apparently because he's going to start tomorrow. There made the official announcement tonight he's coming off the DL. Baker talked uh, before the game about how it's a big deal for the Nationals to get him back and get him going right into the postseason. So you have him and Scherzer atop that rotation in the short series, assuming you get to the division series. Uh, so Strasburg will be back tomorrow night for the series finale with the Braves. That's good news for the Nationals, good news for everyone who likes good pitching. Yeah, absolutely. And and to be completely honest with you here, with the minor league teams being done, this is essentially a rehab start for him. Uh, I'm sure he won't pitch more than 60 or 70 pitches um, against a, uh, as I said earlier this evening, sub-major league level uh, batting order. I mean, they've got a couple of Obviously, a couple of major league hitters in there with Mark Akis and Kemp and um, and some guy that I forget he plays first base. It's like 800 against the Nats. Oh, yeah, Freddie Freeman. <laughs> uh, but past that, uh, the rest of the team is, is just filled with uh, scrubs and nobodies and hope-to-bees and never-wers. And, um, so this will be a good opportunity. If Strasburg is feeling well, um, that's the whole caveat's there. If he's feeling well, this is a good opportunity to have a – quote-unquote rehab start at the major league level because, um, you know, as I've said several times already in this show and we'll continue to say, the Braves are crappy. (laughs) Okay, we'll touch on William Sprez for a few moments just to uh, highlight the offense against him. Uh, He's out since June 6th with a uh, rotator cuff strain, 2-2, 4-6-2 ERA, 246, 366 line against and 48 and two-thirds before that. Uh, he gives up a two-out RBI single by Gio D.I.Y. Gonzalez in the third. That makes it three to one. Three straight singles load him up in the Nats third. Uh, Rendon hits his first career grand slam five to four at that point. And Rendon, that was a sinker knee-high inside that he just absolutely crushed. It was nice to see Rendon just really tear into one like that. Even nicer to see Ryan Zimmerman go oppo, uh, opposite field home run for him. A solo shot after that, six to four. That was it for Perez. Uh, the offense, though, three singles to load him up, and Rendon clears him. Ryan Zimmerman goes oppo. Good signs there all around. Uh, Rendon's been on a hot streak for quite a while now, so just to see the power on display there is nice. Yeah, that was uh, that was a delightful inning and one that almost completely wrecked my voice for the rest of the homestand. I had to I had to shut it down for the the last half there and, and not. <laughs> make my displeasure known with the umpire to quite the same degree as I usually do. But uh, a fantastic piece of hitting from Rendon, a no-doubter right off the bat. The 50 of us who were out in the stands after the lengthy rain delay uh, just went nuts. Um, and really great to see uh, Zimmerman come, come around with the, with the opposite, hit, or opposite field power there. Uh, fantastic. Um, although i got to say, this deprived me of my chance to come out and say, oh, the Nats can't hit crappy pitchers because they always say, oh, beforehand. <laughs> did I miss a rain delay at the game, or did you miss speak there? Or is it just oh, a rain sorry, delay? The, the game was just so long, I figured there must have been a rain delay at some point. <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning myself. I'm like, Am I, I remembering that wrong? 
I thought maybe I fell asleep trying to get through this one because it was a long one for sure. Uh, Dave, other on the offense, Trey Turner, another multi-hit game, two for five. Uh, Murphy, three for four. That's his 52nd multi-hit game of the season. Bryce Harper, one for four, two runs scored. I'm sorry, two for five. I jumped the line there. Two for five with a run scored. Rendon, one for four, two runs scored, four RBIs. Zimmerman, one for three with a home run. Espinosa, one for three with a run scored and a walk. Uh, it's hard to judge the Nationals' offense uh, when you're facing pitching like the Braves are throwing out there. Williams Perez, first time since June that he started in the majors, but good signs all around there to continue the hitting by Murphy and Turner at the top of the order, more importantly. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned William Perez's uh, uh, lengthy injury and his first start back, but and the rest of the guys that the Braves trotted out there, um, you know, most of them are just triple-A guys. They're not even 4A guys where they bounce back and forth. They're only on a major league roster because uh, the Braves are, as I've stated a couple of times now, crappy. Um, so, yeah, it's good to, to see the Nets pound these guys because they certainly should. Um, I just I, I loved watch, watching Trey Turner play baseball. Um, I, I wish we could have seen it more this season. I wish we could have seen it even last season. Uh, he has been ready with the bat since last season, and um, to see him come up here and um, play as well as he has on a continued basis. I mean, every night we can talk about him just about, and um, you know, with the, the stolen base and the speed and uh, and the wiry power and. Um, yeah, he's still learning how to play center field, but he's been very good out there as well. Um, it's just a joy. And, and the only the only sad part about it is that he's doing that in August and September because if he'd had the opportunity to do this in April or even May and June, um, you know, fit April and play May and June, you know, they'd be talking, his name would be right next to, to Seager from L.A. in Rookie of the Year talk. I mean, you can't. You can't give a guy a rookie of the year based on August and September, but uh, you certainly can do it from, from May 1st, which is really, as far as I'm concerned, should have been the absolute last time, last date that, that Turner should have been added to the roster. He should have made legit the squad opening day because he was one of the, the, the 13 best hitters on the team at that point. I'm convinced that the Nationals handled him just right, and that's why he's doing what he's doing now. <laughs> like he I needed said, seasoning. That's an argument for the box scores. And speaking of the box scores, uh, Joe Hardy fan, a regular in the Nationals comment section, notes that if you look at the box score tonight, there are 10 players listed in the nine hole for the Nationals by the end of the game here. A whole bunch of them are pitchers. Uh, you got Belisle, Burnett, Trinan, Goodwin with a pinch hit appearance, Sean Kelly, Oliver Perez, <laughs> Coda Glover, Ben Revere, and finally Mark Melanson filling out the box score there. That's a September game if I ever saw one. One more question before we get out of here. We talked about Strasburg coming back. Uh, another update, Joe Ross uh, pitched a game last night. Dusty Baker hadn't heard about it then. I uh, said that there's possibility he throws a sim game around here since most of the minor league seasons are over at this point. Um, I'm kind of shoulder injury. He's been out this long. Uh, Doghouse will go to you first on this one, but when he comes back here, do you throw him in the bullpen? I, I can't imagine they're going to put him back out there to start at this point until he gets at least a cu- another uh, couple of appearances under his belt. But uh, how do you use Joe Ross going forward here, assuming he can come back and contribute somehow? Well, I, I'm just saying with the level of qualified confidence we're expressing for Gio, who do you really want as your fourth guy in the short rotation? Um, yeah. Joe Ross, who hasn't recovered, or, or Gio, who just hasn't been good all season. 
you know, it's it's a tough choice. And and I think uh, the uh, for all that you know, people like like Lopez and and Cole have showed flashes of promise. They they really don't have the experience to be in a in a postseason rotation right now. If you have any other options, and I think while the Nets don't have uh, an obvious option here, they have other options, and Ross might be one of them. You know, er, earlier in the season, I would have said, yeah, okay, put him in the bullpen. But now, you know, if he comes back strong in uh, in September, I, I think he could be a reasonable choice for that fourth spot. I think it depends on who you're facing too, Dave. If they're facing the Dodgers, a lefty like Geo could really be helpful. But uh, how do you think they use Ross going forward here before we wrap up? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I think if it's the Dodgers, Geo gets a start um, if they need him. But uh, my concern with Ross, is, as with any pitcher that has a shoulder injury, is to make sure that they are absolutely 100% ready to go. And especially a young player like Joe Ross, who's going to mean so much to this team going forward. You don't want the enticement of pitching in either in a um, pennant chase, which, you know, the division's locked up, but um, but pitching in the playoffs, you don't want him. He had the hash, hash brown. Flag slide forever. <laughs> um, you, don't, you don't want him pitching if he's not 100% healthy. And if they can't get him stretched out to, to 90 pitches before the end of the season is over, then there's no way you want to throw him into a start. There, there just isn't. And with the, the caution that this team has obviously practiced um, since Mike Rizzo became the general manager, I hardly think that we're going to see Joe Ross start if he hasn't gotten an 80 or 90 pitch start before the season's over. Matt's Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com, 81-57 and 57 after the win tonight. Long night in the nation's capital. Luckily, we've got a 7 o'clock game again tomorrow night. Strasburg versus Fulton Awich and a series finale. Fuck you guys after that one. Go Nats. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.